Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Tuesday, September 14th, and this episode is brought to you by the Locked On NHL Top 50 Players list. Go and check out the countdown on the YouTube channel or wherever podcasts are found by looking up Locked On NHL. Yesterday, I realized that it was the two-year anniversary of the launch of the Locked On NHL Bruins Twitter account, which is now Locked NHL Bruins. Means we're, yeah, on year three, technically, of the podcast as we gear up for 2021-22, the third regular season. Uh, The first was shortened by COVID. The second was also shortened by COVID. So this, hopefully, will be a full regular season and deep playoff run here in season three for the Boston Bruins to kind of soft launch season three of the podcast going to talk about the captain's practice that took place on Monday and kind of what's coming up for the rest of the week for the Boston Bruins for those of you who may be new to the podcast uh, again my name is Ian I am a lifelong Bruins fan I've been writing about hockey for about 16 years now, my first blog post actually was about the Joe Thornton trade to San Jose. Uh, I wrote a lot on my own, joined some smaller outlets before being hired by The Score, uh, which is a mobile sports app up here in Toronto that you may be familiar with, one of the best in the world, in my unbiased opinion. Uh, I covered hockey there for five years uh, before taking on a day job in marketing, but I also held on to my hockey writing uh, skills by writing for SB Nation sites, the San Jose Sharks and Chicago Blackhawks, one specifically covering junior hockey prospects for them uh, with a focus on the OHL. I live in an OHL town where the Guelph Storm play here in Ontario, and I was able to cover the 2019 uh, championship, which was very exciting as well. Uh, I've been hosting this podcast for two years. The official date is sometime in October, but I mentioned the, the Twitter account launched. If you are on Twitter and Instagram, you can find those at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren on both platforms. Now let's get into the captain's practice that took place on Monday, but Patrice Bergeron hosted a practice that was widely attended by some of the Bruins' uh, veterans as well as new faces. There was Bergeron, Craig Smith, uh, Linus Olmark was in attendance, uh, also Charlie Coyle, Curtis Lazar, Jacobs Borrell, Trent Frederick, Chris Wagner, Jake DeBrusque, Jeremy Swayman, Brandon Carlo, Matt Grizzlick, Connor Clifton, Taylor Hall, as well as Nick Foligno, Derek Forbort, and Eric Howla. Jack Studnika was also in attendance, and it's widely believed that he could challenge for a roster spot based on the way he has bulked up over the summer, uh, looking very good in what was, uh, you know, not the most intense practice, but When we think about the second line center spot, it all comes down to Charlie Coyle at the moment. And Craig Smith jumped on Zoom following the practice 
and said uh, a couple things about what it could be like playing with Charlie Coyle in lieu of David Krejci. Now, if you remember back to last uh, training camp, Craig Smith was a new face, and it was believed that he would uh, take up the third-line right-wing role, and Bruce Cassidy was really big on pairing uh, players. So it was, you know, the top line, Krejci, DeBrusque as familiar faces together, and then he wanted Coyle and Smith to be a thing. That, of course, uh, didn't take off, and Smith was promoted to the second line where he really found his groove with Krejci and Taylor Hall. But he did say that he did have a lot of fun playing with Coyle coming in last year. He didn't have too much experience for where he was going to be. He just wanted to fit in, and things kind of worked themselves out after a little bit of time. So he, at first, he had some chemistry with Coyle. It was those two plus Trent Frederick there for a while and he had fun he said Coyle's an excellent puck protector and creates space he's a big body can kind of do it all a jack of all trades guy and that will be something that you know will be much needed for a second line center who is trying to fill the shoes of uh, a David Krejci Uh, Smith did say he wouldn't say that his game is going to change but he will say this every year is a little different with players and you've got to recreate yourself a little bit every year. He said, quote, the game changes slightly, and you've got to change with it and make adjustments accordingly. So playing with different players and the feel and the way things are going, you make small adjustments in what you're going to do. And those adjustments are according to what's best for the team, depending on how we're feeling going into the season, depending on how things shake out or who he's going to be playing with will be determined in camp. But his plan is to keep doing the same thing he's been doing, and that's just having fun playing hockey. Now, with the departure of Krejci, I could see Smith really taking on more of a leadership role. That, again, was exemplified in the fact that he did, uh, along with Patrice Bergeron, address the media on Monday as kind of one of the more seasoned veteran guys. Uh, He did say that he had a fun time playing with Krejci. He's an amazing player, one of the best passers that he's ever played with. Extremely grateful that he got to play with him last year and got to know him. Played against him a number of years, so it was an honor to get to know him and his family a little bit. Now the Bruins are scheduled to play their first regular season game on October 16th against the Stars. So a lot could happen between today, the 14th, and uh, you know a month from now. But it's believed that it will indeed be Hall, Coyle, Smith. And then from there, it'll be very interesting because there's a lot of depth players uh, that have been brought in. A lot of guys who can play center, who can play the wing. There's a lot of versatility. Um, Jack Stanika could very well play himself into the third line center role, if not the second line center role. And we could have a DeBrusque, Stadnika, Felino situation, or perhaps DeBrusque, Felino, Stadnika at times. And then there'll be some questions on the fourth line. Do you go with Nasik, Haula, Lazar? That could be a third line on many teams. Uh, Frederick, Wagner, are they the odd men out? Can Kuhlman fit in? Uh, Zach Sanishin remains unsigned. He looks like he is definitely an odd man out. Doesn't even have a contract right now. Um, and then you have younger guys who could step up and um, try to fight for a spot in the lineup through training camp. Guys like Oscar Skdeen, Jacob Lauko, Cameron Hughes, who really impressed 
in Providence last year and in that final game of the regular season against the Washington Capitals. So all that to say, it's exciting to see the Bruins back on the ice for sure. It was great to see uh, new guys in their new colors. And uh, I, for one, am really excited to see how things shake out in training camp. There will be a lot of internal competition and... You know, there could very well be some more roster movement. We know that trades can happen. You need to be cap compliant for the regular season. The Bruins have a little bit of wiggle room right now, but not quite uh, enough to make a big splash unless they move some salary out in the form of perhaps a DeBrusque or a John Moore. Uh, But that is something that uh, we'll mention a touch later here as what's on tap for the Bruins this week, and some news and notes from around the NHL. BetOnline is your number one spot for all pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to their website, use your mobile device to sign up, and receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, hockey, baseball, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I also want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract, so stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct Stream. Learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. So the Boston Bruins have a day off here on Tuesday, September 14th, following the captain's practice on Monday. Uh, Coming up this week on Wednesday, rookie camp will open with practice at around 11.15 a.m. Select players and staff will be available to the media after practice via Zoom, and they are preparing for the Prospects Challenge, which will take place in Buffalo uh, over the weekend. And it was announced last week who the Bruins' prospects uh, are going to be that will be taking part in this uh, in this event. If you haven't heard what's going down from September 17th to the 19th in Buffalo, uh, there will be a prospects challenge between the uh, Bruins, Sabres, and New Jersey Devils. The Bruins will play the Sabres on Saturday at 3 p.m. and the Devils on Sunday at 1 p.m. Uh, and it will be kind of a round-robin situation. The Bruins uh, roster includes... Fabian LaSalle, who was drafted 21st overall here in 2021. Uh, Brett Harrison of the Oshawa Generals of the OHL, he was drafted 85th overall. Ryan Mast of the Sarnia Sting, he was drafted 181st overall. Players in the NCAA are not able to attend this tournament as it would void their NCAA eligibility. So a guy like Owen Power, who was drafted first overall, will not be in attendance. But here are the players who will be representing the Bruins. Uh, In net will be Kyle Kieser, who will likely be in Providence this season, as well as Jeremy Brodeur, who is an invitee. He does not have a contract at the pro level, and he also happens to be the son of 
uh, NHL legend Martin Brunder. He appeared in three games for the Binghamton Devils last season, recording a 922 uh, save percentage. So the Bruins giving him a look to see if he can, uh, yeah, impress it and maybe earn himself a contract with uh, Providence or perhaps uh, down in Maine with the ECHL. On defense, we have Jack Ashan, Brady Lyle, two guys who could challenge for NHL playing time this season. Uh, there's Nick Wolf, as well as Ryan Mast, who I mentioned. Nick Noah Dory, sorry, who's an invitee. Uh, Victor Berglund, Andrew Pesky, both from Providence, as well as J.D. Greenway, who recently signed an AHL deal after being acquired from the Maple Leafs. Up front, we have uh, some Providence players in Matt Felipe, Curtis Hall, Oscar Steen, who I mentioned. He's a guy that could very well challenge for some playing time. Uh, you have Jacob Lauco, Samuel Asselin, and Alex Olivier Voyer. Uh, Mark Boudreau, he's an invitee from the uh, OHL's Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. Brett Harrison, he has yet to sign his ELC with the Bruins, but that is uh, forthcoming for sure. Uh, Fabian Lassell, I mentioned. His rights are owned by the Vancouver Giants of the WHL. It remains to be seen whether he will be uh, playing in the Canadian Hockey League this season or with Providence. And then we have Ian McKinnon, Jacob Hudson, Jesper Froden. He's a guy that I'm very interested in. He was um, signed by the Bruins out of the Swedish Hockey League uh, this offseason. He was the Swedish Elite League Rookie of the Year during 2019-20. 26 years old and could also challenge for some playing time uh, with the big club this season. A a right winger who uh, should be able to stand out here at this prospects challenge seeing as though he is pretty advanced in age. Uh, so, yeah, in terms of guys to keep an eye on, I think Brodeur is an interesting uh, player. He was never drafted into the NHL. Uh, he did play with the Generals, so he's familiar with Cal Keister. They formed a tandem uh, during their time with the Generals. Uh, he could be a guy that plays for the main Mariners, perhaps Providence, if he impresses and if uh He's signed to a deal. Also very interested, of course, in the guys who were drafted this year. LaSalle, Harrison, Mast. Uh, I'd like to see Steen and Lauco kind of dominate at this event as they're kind of established guys. Brady Lyle is also another player that I'm very interested in, seeing as the Bruins are kind of light on the right side uh, on defense. Past Connor Clifton, there's not really much there. And Lyle is a guy that I think could uh, really step up and take advantage of a real opportunity here. Uh, And of course, Jack Ashan, he was given some time up with the big club last season. Uh, Didn't quite, you know, grab the imagination per se, but he could be kind of a, uh, you know, Tory Krug type player. So anyways, I'm not quite sure if these games are going to be streamed. One would hope so, that we could uh, keep an eye on these young guys here in Buffalo. Uh, Some of them will be in attendance as training camp begins next week, and uh, hopefully they'll be coming in hot after an impressive showing here in Buffalo against Sabres and Devils prospects. And if I'm one of these Bruins prospects, I am bringing along some Built Bars because they are delicious and great tasting and give you that energy boost you need to excel. There are so many delicious flavors, and many people are passionate about their faves, whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, 
raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, or German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine. Not only are they great tasting, but they're also healthy too. Check out these macros, 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, all amazing tasting, all good for you, and Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you will get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now let's take a look at some news and notes from around the NHL, and one of the prevailing kind of rumors right now, or reports I guess, is... Boston's interest in Thomas Hurdle. I've seen this referenced a few times now. It seems to be mostly coming from a bit of conjecture on the part of uh, Joe Haggerty of Boston Hockey Now, uh, who wrote a piece a couple days ago, could Hurdle become a trade option for the Boston Bruins? Uh, Kind of just exploratory, what it might take. The Bruins, he said, would need to move Coyle to the Sharks in order to make the money work given that they currently have $1.635 million in cap space after their NHL free agent spending frenzy. Presumably, the Bruins, he says, could try to move the contracts for Jake DeBrusque and or John Moore instead to make the deal, but that could add to Don Sweeney's degree of difficulty for pulling the deal off this season. Well, he fails to mention that there's also a degree of difficulty in moving Charlie Coyle, seeing as... Uh, The Veterans Center has a no-move clause and a modified no-trades clause in his contract. Uh, For 2020 through 2022, he has a 10-team no-trade list uh, from 2022 to 2025, an 8-team no-trade list, and then 2025-26, a 3-team no-trade list. So, you know, perhaps they could try to deal him to San Jose if... That team is not on his no-trade list. He can only list 10 teams. Uh, But, yeah, I'm not sure that uh, Charlie Coyle has any real desire to be moved at this point in his career, especially with the opportunity that's ahead of him to have a prominent role with the Bruins on a team that's much better uh, than the Sharks. So that probably scratches that off, and I don't know if the Sharks would be willing to do a hurdle for DeBrusque slash more deal. So I would kind of temper those uh, trade rumors or reports or expectations at this point. Some sad news out of the Bruins uh, this morning. Former Bruins center Fred Stanfield passed away on Monday at the age of 77. The Toronto, Ontario native played six seasons in Boston from 1967 to 73, helping the Bruins to two Stanley Cup titles in both 70 and 72. Uh, he played between Hall of Famer Johnny Busick and beloved winger Johnny Pye McKenzie while also contributing to Boston's potent power play as the point man. So our condolences to uh, Stanfield's family. Fred Stanfield passing away at age 77. He recorded 616 points in 914 NHL games for the Blackhawks, Bruins, North Stars, and Sabres from 64 to 78. And in case you missed it over the weekend, former Bruin Ryan Donato signed a one-year 750,000 contract 
with the Seattle Kraken. 25-year-old became an unrestricted free agent after the San Jose Sharks did not extend him a qualifying offer. It's quite a pay cut from the $1.9 million that he made last year after signing a two-year uh, $3.8 million extension with the Minnesota Wild in 2019. Uh, last season, he recorded six goals and 14 assists in 20 games with the Sharks. That was coming off a 14-goal and 9-assist season uh, in 62 games with the Wild in 2019-20. So, yeah, uh, interesting to see how Donato's stock has fallen since being traded uh, from the Bruins to the Minnesota Wild in the Charlie Coyle deal. Uh, perhaps a bit of foresight on Don Sweeney's part there. Seattle GM Ron Francis said, Ryan's hockey sense and ability to contribute on the score sheet are two ingredients we are excited to add to our forward group. We like his offensive potential and believe he can add scoring depth. It could be great value for the uh, Kraken. Uh, of course, Donato was a well-regarded prospect for the Bruins, and there was some excitement when he, you know, came up, uh, but didn't really work out, or he wasn't really given a chance to work out in Boston as he was traded, and then, uh, yeah, things have kind of gone down from there. We'll see if he's able to kind of resurrect his career as a member of the Seattle Kraken, who the Bruins will play, kind of bookending the Olympic break in February. That's it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're all doing well. If you're looking for something to watch lately, my wife and I have jumped back on Billions, which took a pretty long break over the COVID uh, pandemic. We had watched it all uh, last summer and then got all caught up and then it disappeared for a bit. But now it's back and uh, still as good as ever. What else are we watching? Uh, Walking Dead we've been working through and uh, also started the impeachment true crime story about the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky story. Looking forward to checking out scenes from a marriage perhaps on HBO. Uh, I started watching Sweet Tooth on Netflix finally, uh, which I'm very much enjoying so far. And uh, yeah, apologies for not getting an episode up yesterday. I had a softball tournament over the weekend and I was required to take a COVID test afterwards and also really did some damage to my hamstring, I believe. Uh, tweaked it twice <laughs> while running the bases. So definitely need to get in touch with a physiotherapist sometime soon to take a look at that. Anyways, that's enough about me. Again, thanks so much for tuning in. Please subscribe if you have not already. And we'll be back uh, soon with another episode of Locked On Boston Bruins and back to five days a week beginning September 20th here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Take care, friends.